Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today is episode 63, Your Intuition and Why You Should Never Ignore It. The dictionary defines intuition as the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. A thing that no one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. Our intuition is not magical, but rather a faculty generated by the unconscious. Our intuition is also referred as our gut feelings, what our body is trying to tell us without our own awareness of the mental process of this information. And this is something that we all have inside of us. We have to learn to listen to it because it was built in us for a reason. The reason why our intuition is here is to guide us to better paths. And for some reason, we feel this because we all feel it. Sometimes you feel it more than others. In some cases, you feel like such a pull from something that you think you know, but you can't explain it, but you just simply know. They say it's stronger in us women, but I don't really know. I knew at the beginning of my first toxic relationship that there was something off. I knew since that very moment that we spoke that there was something that I should have been paying attention to. When he asked me out on that first date, he made me feel sorry for him and he made me feel guilty if I was thinking of not showing up. Like if I didn't want to show up, I would have just told you I don't want to show up. But I don't know if he had been so unlucky in love that he felt the need to tell me to please don't miss out on our day, to please don't forget because he'll be waiting and... It made me feel sorry and I felt that other people had hurt him before. So for some reason, the whole responsibility of making him feel good by not missing out on our date fell on me. Now looking back, analyzing the situation, it sounds so ridiculous and so stupid. But he played his card well, to the point that at when I did not want to go or when I felt like I wanted to back out, It would play in my mind that I should not miss out on this day because the poor guy would be totally devastated. Of course, I got to the date because he made me feel so bad that how could I not? I would have been such a bad person if I didn't make it to our date. So, of course, I made it to our date, which for the life of me, at this very moment, I can't remember much of it. But I do remember him saying that he never met anybody like me. And I do remember talking for a very long time. It really felt like I had known him for a long time. And I guess it was because he knew what he was doing. After this first date, I remember him making comments about the fact that he was dating a girl. But he had already seen me. So he took some vacation days and he went up to this girl who was like an hour and a half away from where he lived. And he broke it off with her because he knew that he would somehow end up going out with me. That should have been another red flag, but I thought that it was cute. 
that he knew that I was made for him and he took everything out of the way that he felt he needed to for us to have something together. With the second guy that I dated, who then I found out was toxic as well, the connection with him felt like no time had passed. We had met when I was in my 20s and meeting with him again, and you probably felt this if you've met a friend from a long time ago that you've disconnected and then you found this person again. It feels like no time has gone by and it feels like you've you've traveled through time and this person feels comfortable and it feels familiar. But even though we had connected such a long time ago and it really felt like we had traveled in time and we thought we knew each other like we knew each other back then, the connection with him felt weird, especially intimately. I knew that something in my body was telling me that there was something off about him, but I didn't want to see it. He loved Bummy like nobody had ever loved Bummy before. This one gathered all the information that he could from my first toxic relationship and he opened up and he made me open up in ways that gave him the instructions as to how to love Bummy and how to make me fall in love with him as hard as he wanted me to. After he loved Bummy, I knew I literally felt it in my bones. Like it hurt, like I actually felt it inside of me. And I remembered that he left my home and I cried and I felt this deep pain inside and I had a feeling that I had been fooled. This should have been the moment that I walked away. But of course, I did not. There were so many signs, but I wanted to have somebody to count on, especially because I had not been able to count on my son's dad in the whole time that we had been together. So... I can only imagine that this was one of the things that I told him and he made it his own. I was tired of being the male in the male-female household. I was tired of having to be the one responsible to know when the bills are due, the one responsible for taking care of the house, the one responsible to carry the whole weight of the family and the house. I was tired. So I now wanted somebody who would take these things off my plate but still made me feel kind of important by taking on other things. He knew exactly what he was doing, and he did it, and he played his cards well. But the thing is that when I felt it, I felt it very deeply. I felt it so freaking strong that my bones were hurting. And I started to play a song calling him a liar, and I started to scream the song as I was singing in my room, and I started crying. There was something telling me, of course it was my intuition, telling me that there was something wrong with this guy. I was probably feeling the fact that he was fooling me. I was probably seeing from a different perspective than my eyes what was going on. And I didn't want to accept it because as soon as he called me and I felt his presence again, I let it go. It was like there was a hole in my heart and he filled it up and that was that. Both times, something told me not to do it. For those of you that are believers, I also got another message when I was living with him. When I bought my wedding dress and we were buying the house, well, I was buying the house. I had a feeling that he was not the one. And I actually audibly heard God's word say he's not the one. But again, I was trying to fight everything around me because I wanted it to work. 
Little did I know, but there's better things out there. And when God removes one thing, he has something better for you. Sometimes we take a no as a negative answer, when in reality, that no is removing something from your path that could lead you to something worse. And by being removed from your path, you walk on to something better. But because we don't know, we keep fighting our intuition. Since I've been reading about narcissists and studying and learning more, there's so many people that I have heard talk about the fact that our butterflies are not those gooey feelings about being in love and being excited. Butterflies, in fact, are another way of our intuition letting us know that there's something wrong with this person. So if you're feeling butterflies towards this person, that is not something that we have to look at from a positive kind of perspective because it's not what we thought. We've always thought there was this fuzzy feeling that we fell in the pit of our stomach that felt like butterflies and it was love and that's what it was based on. But in fact, this feeling is another way of your body reacting to where you're headed and it's trying to give you a message. I am pretty sure that if you sit down and you analyze the moment that your relationship started, I am pretty sure that you're going to remember the signs that were given to you by your intuition when you were starting out. There were signs when you were starting out and there were signs when everything went to heck and there were signs all over the place. In fact, I'm going to give you homework for this week and we all hate homework but I know this will do you some good and that's why I am going to give you homework. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by The Breakaway Journal. If you or anybody you know has left a toxic, abusive relationship, I can tell you from my own experience that it's very hard to heal when you don't know what broke you down. I created this journal where you will be traveling through the different stages of toxic, abusive relationships and the abuse that entangled you. Emotional and psychological abuse can affect you in more ways than you can imagine. It's necessary to dig deep to break through and finally break away from this toxic mentality. If this resonates with you or you know someone that this resonates with, just click in the show notes and it will take you directly to access the Breakaway Journal. Or send me a DM on Instagram for more details. I will put the link in the show notes below. Back to our episode. So I will give you homework because I believe that some things we just need to work through it. And it's not just enough to listen to what I have been through and listen to my story and sitting down and thinking about it. Take 10 to 15 minutes. You can time it on your phone. You can put your timer on and, and that'll be it. It's just 15 minutes or you can do five minutes for three days, however you want to split it. But sit down with a blank piece of paper and write this prompt. Number one, before I met him or her, I noticed these things. Number two, when I met so-and-so, I realized these things were not normal. Number three, what did I see about so-and-so that made me feel different than other dates or relationships? Number four, what were the signs now looking back that I saw in my relationship about this person not fitting in with me 
or not being the right choice for me. Only four questions and you can change them as you like to make them fit more your situation. You can do for four days, you can do a question a day. Just sit down and analyze what you have seen, thought back, analyze. Think about the first date that you went on. Think about that second date. Think about the way they asked you out. And think about the love bombing process. There were signs. There were always signs. Your intuition was there telling you to not go with it, but you ignored it. You had that little angel on your shoulder and you flicked them off. I hope that you do your homework because this will be working for your benefit. And please remember to listen to your intuition, to your inner voice, because even though it's not something that you're thinking and it's more like a feeling, your gut feeling, it's a way of your body letting you know whether you're making a good decision or a bad decision. You'll know, you'll push back and you'll think about it and you'll analyze, but don't give in to just anything because you're looking for some kind of an outcome in your life. Because if that's not the right thing to do, something better will always come along. We have to stop as human beings, grabbing whatever we can, thinking that that is what is meant for us. Because sometimes we're meant for so much more, but we are blocking our own paths in the process of getting there. Because the first thing that comes along seems so pretty, you grab it. But that's not necessarily the best thing. It's the first thing. And if there's any sign around it, even a feeling, you should let it go. And if you haven't used your intuition before, I can really tell you that it's something that you need to start using. It's a muscle that you need to start flexing because it's there for a reason. I hope that this episode has helped you realize some things that you might have not been paying attention to. I hope that you share this podcast episode with a friend because if it helped you, it might help somebody else. The only way that I can reach more people, the only way that I can take this message to a broader audience is with your help. Women or men, anybody that needs this message, share the link. Let's just face it now.com. Share it with a friend. Leave a review. How have you been feeling after you listening to the episodes? Have you been able to discover anything? Have you been able to align with something different? How have you been feeling? Let me know. I really appreciate that you're here and I am so very grateful that you are. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way you will help me reach more people like you. Also sign up for the email list at RaquelColina.com forward slash email. Don't forget, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.